0: You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series, Assault Studios production. With a chef for a father and a mother who was a passionate home cook, it was fate complete for chef Chris Milligan. But his parents didn't agree, as they saw Chris's caring and attentive nature more suited to teaching. However, Chris showed his chef's attitude by refusing to listen to his parents and pursued a hospitality career pathway. In this episode, Chris explains why the appeal of cooking won out and how he shaped his education to achieve his goals. Chris, your father was a chef and your mother was a great home cook. So it was a rite of passage for you that you would end up as a chef yourself, right?
1: When I was in high school, my parents tried to push me in the opposite direction. They always saw me as a teacher or like going into an education perspective because they always saw me trying to help others because in hospitality it's a lot about team working and teaching other people along the way. So they saw it as two opposing sides, so either become a chef or become a teacher and they knew how hard the industry was so they always tried to push me into that area because they didn't really want me to go into that heart of an industry.
0: From your perspective, though, you always wanted to be a chef. Did you start considering other things based on what your parents were telling you, or you were just rusted onto the fact that you wanted to be in the kitchen?
1: No, I did not listen to them at all. They weren't really happy with it because at 14, 15, I was like, I want to get into a kitchen. I want to get into a kitchen. And they were just like, no, hold back, please don't do it. And they're happy for me now. But along the way, they were very scratching
0: their heads, finding other ways to try and stop me. How were they trying to stop you? What were they telling you about the industry, which was a a red flag for them?
1: My parents were in the industry in the 80s. So it was very hardcore. You work six days, you work like 14 hours a day. And They weren't lying about it, but they were making me assume that those were the same conditions now. So I would be a bit scared or a bit lenient towards actually doing it. But it didn't matter the hours. It doesn't matter how long I work,
0: how many hours I do. My passion for this industry would never change. Going back to being a 14-year-old and your parents are telling you, no, you don't want to do this, Chris. How did you convince them that, yes, you wanted to and that they ultimately needed to support you?
1: It was all about work-life balance. I was 14, so school-life balance. I wanted to work in the industry. I wanted to get a job.
0: But I promised them that I would finish high school. So, how did you deal with that then, being in that education environment when you quite clearly knew what you wanted to achieve and where you wanted to go, and that high school with a focus on, say, math, science, uh, English, those sorts of things, are not necessarily aligned to the areas that you wanted to work in? How did you deal with fronting up to high school every day? It was tough.
1: At one point, I was doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the restaurant, working like 12, 14 hours there for three days straight so getting to school on a Monday I was pretty dead going into VCE especially in Victoria learning those like, classes especially sciences and math I didn't realise until now how much that has helped me so doing an apprenticeship and like going straight into the industry I think it would have taken a lot longer of a road to get where I am now you don't realise how much like math based you have to do on a daily basis. And doing those advanced classes in high school has benefited me so much more than I realised. Can you give me an example of some of the maths that's
0: applicable in the
1: kitchen? I feel like when it comes to that part of the industry and that part of a restaurant that people don't realise, like the menu developing and understanding what you need on a daily basis to uh, like cook a recipe or cook a dish without wasting as much food than you need. Because if you don't understand your yield of like a carrot or like a chicken, you could waste so much more than you actually realize. So before you go in figuring out like a menu or a dish, I go in, I write down everything I need, All the math-based, all, like, everything I learned back in high school has correlated into understanding how to figure out all these things when it comes to writing dishes, especially. If you really want to go do an apprenticeship and you are hell-bent on doing it in the hospitality industry, I would say wait until you're 16, 17 at the earliest. If your parents are telling you to wait, then I would listen. Because having that education in high school, you're learning and you're maturing in an environment with people just like you. If you're going into an apprenticeship, into an industry, a restaurant, a hotel, a catering company, anywhere, you're going into an environment with, you got people that have been doing it for 10 years, people are 10, 20 years older than you. You're going to feel like a fish out of water. I recommend listen to your parents, finish high school, because you'll come out of it with an education, a maturity, then you can go into the industry. What happened for you at the end of high school? What were your options? The place that I worked at uh, called D'Estasio. they offered me the role to do full-time comedy position. Like, don't go to TAFE. You can work here full-time or you can do... An apprenticeship, they gave me so many options, but I needed to go to TAFE to get that educational understanding of what it takes to actually be a chef and the skill set
0: to actually do it. So, Chris, going into William Anglis, what are you learning? What are you doing with each day? I did part time apprenticeship, so I
1: did my first two years at DeSazio and then. I finished it off at Vue. And when you're a part-time apprentice, you do two days at William Anglis and you do the rest outside of school in your workplace. An apprentice learning in William Anglis is different to everybody else. You're coming in and the teachers already assume that you know prior knowledge because you're out there in the industry, like you're working every single day. A lot of it is based on theory. Like there's practical stuff too, but the theory is more important than the practical when you're doing an apprenticeship in William Anglis because for apprentices, you're already out there doing practical work. So your first year apprentice, you might not be learning how to fillet a fish or like break down like a whole saddle of pork or something. But by your second year or your third year, you're going to have that knowledge already. You're going to learn that. But you might not be able to plan a menu and cost it and do all these financial things that William Anclis is going to teach you. There are an abundance of theory classes that everybody does. So you got planning costing, you got managing diversity in the workplace. That was a big one for me. And you got uh, leading and managing people. You got all these theory classes that are revolved around the workplace Going into it, you might not think that these classes are really important, but learning to lead and sort of manage yourself and back yourself in those classes, like learning that information and how to
0: implement it. Looking back, if you hadn't completed high school and you hadn't gone to William Anglis, where do you think you'd be in your career now? A long way down.
1: Most chefs, especially in restaurants, if you're not working there full-time every day... If you have other commitments, they don't see that you're fully committed to the business. So when I was in high school and doing part-time, I was working there, but they didn't truly see me as like an equal. And my father gave me so much advice about how to deal with it, and I am so lucky that I had that sort of advice. Right now, thinking about a William Anglis gave me so much and if it wasn't for that not just skills because like you gain those skills in the industry
0: but that maturity and mindset. Chris you obviously got something right in your education because you've gone on to have a very strong start to your career and in the next episode I'm going to talk to you about that. It's really interesting to hear all the different classes Chris and any hospitality student needs to complete and how it prepares you for the industry. In our next episode, Chris talks us through his career to date and how he snagged a job at View de Monde. You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series, Assault Studios production.